Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 73 of Life in the one 5 podcast. It's me, Colton. It's Jake. Jake. Hello. That's it. All right. Thanks <laughs> for joining us, guys. Have a good night. That um, was episode 73. La- last week, I like jokingly did a voice, and I feel like I should do that voice more. I was like, on this episode of Life in the one 5 podcast, we talk about <laughs> sports, sports, and more sports. It's a good intro. It's a great intro voice. It gets I, you yeah. captivated. I should I should do that and then and then kick it over to the theme song. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, but uh, now this this episode's ruined. No, this is <laughs> we are on a hot 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 start. Good call. Um, good. You know what? Let's just dive into it. State of the Union. Um, <laughs> I think you should start. I'll start. The Buckeyes did hire a coach. It's pretty relevant right now. But we'll start with what everyone <laughs> wants to hear us talk about. The Bucks are in first place. And that's all that happened with my teams. So what happened when, with your teams, Jake? Oh, you know, I'm also a Bucks fan. It's, it's basketball season, you know. Cool. So, yeah. So yeah. It sucks because there's, like, nothing else to talk about. Yeah, I wish we had more. You know, it feels like that time in baseball season where there's, there's nothing happened this week. Ugh. So the Bears lost, and I'm, I'm right back to where I was when the game ended. I'm just glued to my couch. <laughs> I can't even, like, lift my head. Probably uh, exact same position you were in. No, I was on the floor. I was ah. watch, I was watching it with with my buddy Joey. Um, kicks go off the goalpost, and like I'm a huge squatter when I watch games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally just went. I like looked like the Bears mascot. I just yeah. I, I fell. Well. I was on the ground, and I my face was in my carpet. And Joey yells, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then we sat there and like in dead silence. For about three and a half minutes, it sucked. <laughs> That's very understandable. Uh, that is that was a heartbreaker. It did. Oh my god, yeah. We'll get to the heartbreak later uh, with our MySpace top eight of heartbreaks. For no for no particular reason, it was just like a random thing that I thought of. Um, but yeah, dude, this dunk. It's oh. Uh, I mean, objectively, I because my mom is a Bears fan and she's like really into it when they're good. So I, I don't, like, actively root against them in my house. I, you know, I've been, been fine with them winning that game. Um, that was a really good football game. Like, holy shit. That was so exciting. If The whole the end of the first half gave me, like, it was madness. That was madness. Oh, there was, was, like, five drop passes, that stupid fumble catch that made no sense. I and everyone, Oh, my God. Both teams are pissed about it. I had oh. a guy, um, you know what, Jack Burns. If you listen to this, fuck you, Jack Burns. You don't know football. You're an idiot. He messaged he messaged one of my group chats that's that's like eighty percent Packer fans and like three Bear fans, and and he was like, "Hey, did the Bears slip the pa- or the uh, refs some money before the game because they just screwed the Eagles?" I was like, "Dude, they took away a thirty yard catch for yeah. the Bears that that yeah. would have put them at like the six yard line." Yeah, but they took away a, a fumble recovery for the Eagles. Uh, dude, they didn't fucking recover you, moron. 
So I just I just had to make sure his name gets out there, and I want everyone to give him dirty, dirty messages on on social media. Jack Burns, <laughs> <laughs> you <Everyone> moron, <laughs> dick. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that call. I, mean, I, I I know it's a it's a big no no to text someone when their team is like in a big game, like and you're not a fan of that team. And you can only I hate when people text me during Packers. Like, do not text me. And like I would get it. But the Packers had a bad season, so you can't talk. Like, going into the season, I wasn't talking shit during the season. I didn't talk any shit. I just kept saying, give me 8-8. Eight and eight. That's all I wanted. We were 12-4. and yeah. four. That was awesome. So, like, yeah. the fact that he was chirping me was <laughs> – and then he wasn't even doing it correctly. He was wrong. Ugh. Yeah. I may title this episode – I may title this episode, fuck Jack Burns, and then put his Twitter profile in the in the description. <laughs> He's a little unnecessary. You know, like he was talking a lot of shit. He was no, just yeah. kind of stupid. I mean, it was like a five minute back and forth with like the people in the in the chat. We're like, dude, like you're wrong. He's like, yeah, but like the Eagles. I, you know, I'm not even gonna relive it because my life sucks. Well, it did hurt the Eagles slightly because he waved it off, and maybe they would have picked. And the guy picked it up himself. Yeah, but, but I've I've heard Bears, a few. Fundamentally, got screwed by a rule that makes no sense. It's so dumb. Like, oh well, if there's no clear recovery, it can't be a catch or a not a catch. It's just not a catch. What the, do you What do you mean? The only thing that would make that situation more outrageous is if they called it a redo. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I would have loved that. Yeah, if they. <laughs> If they're like, yeah, dude, just like make it a redo, and then um, you are all-time quarterback, and then Khalil <laughs> Mack has to do seven banana. That's the only thing that would have made that more ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously, they would have said, yeah, the seven banana thing. As soon as they start setting bananas, that's when I start wa- <laughs> not watching the fo- NFL. So. But I did hear Tony Dungy and Rex Wy- Rex Wex Wyan. Both say, they both said that they've been teaching you always jump on a loose ball even after a whistle. And now and like so I I assume that's like a pretty well known thing. So Yeah, everyone I I was surprised no one I immediately when I saw it, I was like, That's crazy. Is that a fumble? Like my first thought was like, No way that's a fumble. But fumble came into my the word fumble was in my mind. It should have been in all the players' minds, and they should have jumped on the ball. The Bears jumped on it. They're at the two-yard line, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and the fucking ref just picks it up. A few other notes. Uh, it sucked butthole that Eddie Jackson didn't play. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. And, like, one player may not make that much of a difference, but there were some times where the Eagles were, were moving the ball. And, I mean, and if one player is going to make the difference, it's Eddie Jackson, Mr. Touchdown. Yeah. You know, oh he just scored God. a touchdown. So that, that really sucks. Trey Burton – um, rumors are that he was a scratch because he got hurt on Saturday night dancing. <laughs> if that's true, dude, oh, my God. You dude. Would, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> next note, give Tariq Cohen the ball more. He got, what, four touches, I think? Yeah, but his fifth touch was that kick return that basically almost won you guys the game single-handedly. I can't like, believe that come happened. Come on, give him the ball. That is going to be a Rajay Davis type lore for Chicago fans. That's like that, yeah. that that's one of the coolest moments in Bears football history that will get forgotten. Oh no, that'll be forgotten because you guys lost. Yeah. You know, like and it wasn't it was the wild card round too. It wasn't even like I know, division. yeah. So that's that's like that's like why I think the uh, sting is not going to um last that long. Obviously I'm still singing because I'm a big weenie and I don't have any 
thing going on for me in life except for the happiness that a sports team brings me. But anyway, I that... mean, this is a big this is a big season for the Bears. You deserve to have a sting. Like this is the the comeback. You guys have been bad for so long. Yeah. You know, like last time the Bears were good was eight years ago, and I was 16 years old. Like I just learned how to drive a vehicle. Yeah, I was Think a little baby bitch boy for sure. Oh when that God, happened. yeah. I doubt we were even <laughs> friends because we were such drama queens in high school. Oh <laughs> that was God. like, well, wait, yeah, you're 16? Well, 16. We were like sophomores then, so we were probably friends. Yeah, yeah, that thing, yeah, we were still friends. You know what, guys? Uh, pause, pause the Bears talk. The way me and Jake became friends was nobody asked us to the Sadie Hawkins dance and we hung out <laughs> instead of going to a dance. <laughs> that was that was sick. And so we, you, we had one other friend there and it was a people <laughs> over at your house. Yeah, shout out to Christian. Um so <laughs> a big fuck you. You had you had your own chance, ladies, and now we're big, bad, and popular on this podcast. So Yeah, we're huge. Yeah, They're you, all regret. Yeah, you all you girls, you had your chance. Don't don't come crawling to us when we make Hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. So, but anyway, back to the Bears. Tariq Cohen's run back was cool. He should touch the ball more. Um, Mitch played so much better than I could have ever thought. I like honestly in the second, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but yeah. man, if if the Eagles had hands, that game was over. Three interceptions were dropped. You yeah, know, right. like if, if they catch one, two, three of those, then Mitch's game looks a lot worse. But they dropped all three, and they were all right in their hands. You know, That's because. Uh, Mitch has ice in his veins, so when he throws the ball, the ball has a little more crisp to it, so it's like slippery. So the uh, defenders aren't used to that, so they can't catch it. That's uh, that's actually what happened. That, that's a good point. Yeah. And also, the Eagles secondary has sucked all year, and the Bears decided not to exploit it until the last quarter. And they're like, oh, maybe if we do double moves on these shitty corners that everyone's been burning all year, oh it'll work. And it worked every yeah. time. So, yeah, so second – Penultimate note, that means second to last, uh, shout out to Series of Unfortunate Events, the book. That's where I got it. I read. Um, penultimate note, Matt Nagy called his worst game of his career by far. That first yeah, half that, was so – Yeah, that's kind of how I want to end this bear talk so we could transfer into my team. No, but, shut uh, up. Nagy. We're ending it with Cody Parkey hate. I have been on a roller coaster with where I stand on this. Here's where I officially stand to the public. Everybody who we feels sorry – for Cody Parkey, because it got tipped by a fingernail. Fuck <laughs> you. I get it that it changes the, the uh, trajectory. He's missed 11 kicks. People forget that. 11 kicks in a season where you're like the second or third highest paid kicker is mind-boggling. And everybody's like, well, he answered some questions really well. And he like he yeah. seemed like a stand-up guy. That's cool, man. Good for you. But, dude, you missed 11 kicks. The fact that you that you made that first one so it was so dead straight but you barely made a 43 yard field goal i wasn't going to obviously say it out loud but i knew that you were going to fucking fuck up that second one and the fact that it was it that the the eagles guy wore a glove one size too big and it hit the excess glove above his finger <laughs> yeah you know what like it, was, it may have it may have moved it csi people got all csi on yeah. that kick to like yeah. Avenge, I don't know why. Why people? John were all Brinkus old. came back in with his power stance with his hands, <laughs> and he gave me the. I, I want if John Brinkus comes back and gives me the science behind. If, if this wasn't touched, it's going in. I will always not hate him as much because he still sucks at kicking. He's still a bad kicker, but he and like he didn't lose it. Uh, there was a Adrian Amos roughing the like excessive hitting call, whatever that fucking unnecessary roughness yeah. is the call. 
there was there's yeah, plenty of other moments that we lost it on, but just well, like, I was gonna say Cody Parkey did score nine of your fifteen points. Sick. So like I thought I knew going into the game because you know uh, Big Cat, everyone knows Big Cat said you know Cody Parkey is gonna lose us this game, and I had that thought in my head the whole game, and when he made his first three, I was like, oh, they're really dancing. they're That's... dancing with fire. Ugh. They're dancing with fire, putting. He was going to score 12 points that game. I mean, you can't ask a shitty kicker to score 12 points. You, if you have a bad kicker, you have to have a good offense, and the Bears' offense wasn't good enough. Yeah. So, final stamp, it sucks that we're going to lose the memory of Cohen's run back because that was the most joyous I've ever felt from <clears throat> from being so down in the dumps since the World Series. Um, Mitch's fourth quarter has me pumped. Like, that's cool to see somebody who – like it has been questioned to just step up in a in a fourth quarter in a playoff game first playoff game this defense is still basically all coming back um and i was expecting eight and eight this season so in 22 hindsight's 2020 great season but right now it stinks because we should be getting ready for the rams all right okay and how are what's your stance on matt Nagy, probably coach of the year probably got out coached in that game and most people say and you might have – it wasn't just out coached. It was that it looked just like an Andy Reid playoff game mm-hmm. where you have so Time many nightmare. Like, you're just like, why did he do that? Like, every Andy Reid playoff game he's ever lost, I, everyone's always like, well, why didn't he give his best player the ball? What What was this about? Yeah. What was this? You know, and it felt just like an Andy Reid game. Like, so, ba- basically those games are like if you go to – you have like a semester in school where you're like, hey, Matt Nagy, here's, here is how to be um, a great NFL coach. And he goes all semester. And then, he, and then he like does the math, and he's like, dude, I don't even have to go to class the last week and a half because if I, if I miss those three days and get like a B on the exam, I get like a B in the class. And those, three, those last three classes were like, how do you manage timeouts? How do you make sure that Tariq Cohen gets the ball? How do you make sure that people are in bed and aren't dancing on Saturday night before a playoff game? Just like well, small what I'm stuff saying, like that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that the guy who taught him, he's from the Andy Reid coaching tree, it has done that his whole – he's like 65, yeah. and he's still doing that. But, so that just might be part of his DNA. Yeah, but like Doug Peterson came from the same tree. Yeah, and, and his work. But he also has – like people were saying he was a terrible coach midway through this season. So oh, yeah, I know. But, those, like, but I think the personality of, of Nagy um, – He's like, uh, he's like, uh, we all lost, we all fucked up. I'm gonna make sure we get better. You know what I mean? So he's, oh, yeah, he's I, gonna like I, look in the mirror and he's in my head right now to tell myself uh, everything's okay. I'm gonna say that's it. But if I if I wasn't a bear fan, I'd be saying the same thing you are. But I am a bear fan, so I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean the Bears are gonna be back next year. They're gonna be the exact same team. They don't have any. I looked at their cap. They don't have any money to change. They have money to bring back Amos and whoever else they need. Yeah. They don't have enough money to bring in anybody. So they'll be the exact same team next year. Just hopefully Mitch is better and then they'll be better, you know? Yeah. Uh, but jumping off your, you know, Matt Nagy. And as I have said on this show multiple times, I would have cut off a pinky toe for Matt Nagy to be the coach of the Packers. Yeah. Uh, the Packers have found their own coach, their own Matt to be specific. <clears throat> the third <laughs> Matt it. My throat is all clear. <laughs> <laughs> the third Matt in the NFC North, we have Matt LaFleur. 
has been hired by the Packers. Um, I am absolutely excited. The move is getting reamed by ESPN personalities, <clears throat> people who just learned his name, like who they just Google him and they're like, oh, offensive coordinator from the Titans. Uh, the Titans suck. Why would we want him? Um, I don't think you could have said a, <clears throat> there, he was my number three guy. Pat Fitzgerald wasn't going to come here. Josh McDaniels, big douchebag, and him. That he was my number three, you know. <clears throat> so, you, so, so from like zero to a hundred, give me a percentage grade on how happy slash excited you are about the hire. Uh, I would say I eighty nine percent like happiness rate right now because he does have a lot of questions. He's coming from the Titans, and yes, they were the twenty fifth rated offense last year. But I'd like to point out that Blaine Gabbert was their quarterback for eight games. He played in eight games. Mariota played like he was hurt. He got hurt in the first week, and then when he he was out for the next week, and then he came back hobbled. He got he kept coming in and out. He was hurt half the time. It was a mess. Like judging them off of that is not fair. He's a everyone then jumps on. Oh, he's just a Sean McVay uh, clone that you're just hoping works. He worked with Sean McVay for one year. He's more of a Kyle Shanahan clone, and Kyle Shanahan's never won anything in his life. So I think he's just—I think he just kicked ass in the interview because he was a kind of a uh, dark horse. He's 39 years old. He's handsome as shit. I'd like to point out he looks like Ryan Reynolds. Honestly, you—I think who's like the last like truly ugly guy to get hired as a as a coach? I think you know. I think the confidence that you bring in as a handsome fella is huge you know what it's bruce arians he was just hired yeah. today yeah but no but he's he's like an established coach he's like you know what i mean yeah. i'm saying like like give me like a young guy who's just like oh yuck what the, for the hell's like, <laughs> yeah. what's what's on that guy's face <laughs> yeah no seriously they all seem pretty handsome but uh i everyone who like hates on it i'd like to say name a name that you'd be more excited about if you told me the Packers hired Bruce Arians, I would have gone, blah, you. Another really? Mike for McCoy. Bruce Arians? I wouldn't have been that. He's not going to – he's just going to make us good. He's not – he has no upside. You know, like, yes, he was solid with, you know, the Cardinals, but he also quit because of health reasons. He's old. I wanted someone – we just had an old guy. The second best name for an experienced coach out there right now is Mike McCarthy, and I don't think that's going to work out, you know? So Jeff Fisher's I, still out there. Jeff Fisher. I want someone to come in here and kick ass, you know, just kick their everyone's asses, be young, run with the team. You know, like when remember when Joe Girardi was running sprints in the oh, outfield, yeah. like um, that. Who's the coach? Who's the coach for Tennessee? For, uh, Mike, Mike Vrabel. Vrabel dude. Yeah. Getting hit by guys. Yeah. I, I want love Mike Matt Vrabel. Um, one other positive thing about Matt LaFleur. We got a lot of dodgeball memes, you know, oh, cram it yeah. up hole the floor. I'm gonna be hearing that a lot, you know. So, <laughs> so, so, so is that? Positives. Yeah, lots of positives. But I'm seriously extremely excited. Uh, another fun fact: when my, we hired Mike McCarthy, he came from <clears throat> the 32nd ranked offense in the league. They had Alex Smith as a rookie, and three other quarterbacks played that year for them. So it was similar to kind of what the Titans went through, but. 
you know, and he ended up winning a Super Bowl and being a great coach, and everyone wants to hire him now for some reason. Everybody's so, loving him. It's crazy. Yeah, the Browns want him, but apparently Mike McCarthy only wants to go to the Jets because he can be picky. Fucking A, he just blew out the pet. He just won six games with Aaron Rodgers. Dude, How yeah, is he coaching? Getting- we'll get to it later with uh, listener questions. Cliff Kingsbury is all of a sudden an NFL head coach. He's oh got fired because his offense wasn't said. good enough in the in the Big 12. People are hating people who hate on the Matt LaFleur hiring. Like and then you hear Cliff Kingsbury who went 4 and 6 with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback in college. He gets hired and you're like, "Oh, well Matt LaFleur, he hasn't proved anything." <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, but, you know but- <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't fucking get it, man. I feel I like, don't Lef- get it. like I feel like LaFleur is is the same kind of name as Matt Nagy was last year where you're like cool it's not John Fox uh I, I'll see what exactly. I'll see what he does you know bring some energy exactly the only reason people are skeptical is because the Titans had a bad offense this year but man the Titan name name a receiver on the Titans other than Corey Davis Trajay Sharp did you say Rajay Sharp? Trajay with a T. It's it's just Tajay. No, I so, oh, I said that. I said no, I said that. I said that. I said that. I think my point is made either way that you named Tajay Sharp. I mean, they suck. Like they have nobody. They lost Delaney Walker, who was their best receiver in the first game. So he was screwed from the jump. I I am so excited about this hire. It's young. It's exciting. He is under a McVeigh. He worked under McVeigh. He worked under Shanahan. He was the quarterback coach when he made RG3 win Rookie of the Year and Kirk Cousins. He gave him $84 million. Clearly impressive. He won Matt. He was there when Matt Ryan won an MVP. Uh, and then he went to the Rams when Jared Goff made his renovation. He was the OC while McVay was the um, coach. So he's everywhere he goes, the quarterback succeeds, except last year in Tennessee where he had to work with Mariota, who might suck, and Blaine Gabbert. Now he has Aaron fucking Rodgers. So, so let's let's so excited. Um, yeah, I I think that's all we got for our our football teams. Bucks are in first place. We have so much time to talk about them because nobody cares yeah, about football. Yeah, Raptors. That was upsetting. But uh, four yeah, and four five game homestand feels good. They're mm-hmm. playing great basketball. Giannis looking like an MVP. And still nothing in the in the. Machado and Harper, so we'll get to that. Oh, well, I I would also like to point out that when we interviewed, when we last talked with baseball expert Austin Hatfield. um, Hartsfield, I think. Hartz. Either way, we talked to them. (laughs) Painting corners. Go go to it. Hey, Austin, sorry that Jake doesn't know your name. (laughs) Yeah, Colton definitely knows it. I Um, totally know it. I'm not checking right now to make sure. But the White Sox were basically out of it, and Machado was a sure thing Yankee. Since then, the the White Sox have become the favorites as of right now. The White Sox are the favorites to sign Machado. They just signed John Jay, and I don't know if you saw this. I love John Jay. That's a good signing. Yeah, and there's an article. The three best friends who grew up in Miami were Yonder Alonso, John Jay, and Manny Machado. They all knew each other growing up, like – Machado says he looked up to Yonder and John Jay like they, you know, older brothers. Oh, yeah. Like no, like there, there's definitely merit in that. Like this is this is right out of out of Theo's page. You sign David Ross before you sign John Lester. You sign whatever the fuck that dude's name was, the catcher. For, yeah, for you Darvish. For you Darvish, you do the you do that sort of stuff, so you can always keep that in your back pocket. That's not gonna be the one that's gonna swing it, but it's like, yeah, hey, I I've like Chicago of, and I oh, like man. money. 
and my buddies are there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen a lot of Cubs fans on Twitter, and it was mostly Cubs fans that are like, oh, you're just signing all of Machado's lackeys. It's pathetic, you know, like because he doesn't want to come to your shitty team. I was like, dude, Cubs, Cubs Twitter Cubs sucks. Same thing, dude. Cubs Twitter is so I mean, annoying. Cubs Twitter is like Blackhawks Twitter yeah. after after they had their run. See, when you suck, most of the guys on Twitter, they have to be big fans because nobody's yeah. big fans of the shitty team. So anytime you're good, that's when you get the shitty Twitter fans. So, yeah, so we'll White report Sox once that happens. For Machado currently. You what? Uh, White Sox are the favorite for Machado right now. There was now. a rumor that he was at the Bears game. Yeah, it was wrong. I thought if he would have been sitting in the – the rumor was he was sitting in the box with Jerry Reinsdorf. If that was true, he would have signed I – w- I would have assumed he would have signed by now. I'm not going to lie. Was- if he did that and then didn't sign, that is what, that would be like one of the most all-time dickhead moves that I would have to respect. Yeah, I would be pissed, dude. I'd be like, no way. You got Bears ticket? Like, are you kidding me? Um, so, yeah, so I think that's all we have for State of the Union. Um, moving on to some listener questions. You ready for these, Jake? I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. You want, you want, the, you want the non-sports one first? <laughs> yeah, I want the one that I saw in the thing, and it scared me. All right. So, um, all week, I'm, I'm always trying to find – um things to talk about and then I, if i'm like drinking um i'll just screenshot them like on twitter or something so i can like look at them the next day this is from the new, the new york post so at the ny post says quote earth could be flung out of milky way in massive galaxy collision um so jake without research because i haven't done any research i just read the the uh headlines. Oh, I none yeah um thoughts <laughs> <laughs> oh i am terrified i mean Wouldn't when is this gonna suck? happen <laughs> yeah dude what wait well maybe i mean when's it gonna happen and what's it do to us you know so um, many questions hang on you keep talking while i do some research real quick see i'm thinking you know if it just slings us out of the galaxy but our we don't all die immediately and we happen to land somewhere where we can live maybe we get into like a an apocalypse situation Everyone kind, kind, everyone deep down kind of wants a zombie apocalypse. Don't lie, because it takes away all your bills and all your debt. <laughs> and you just get to live and like live off the land, baby. And I'm not going uh, to lie. Every post-apocalyptic thing that I watch, I'm just going to kill myself. I, I'm, I, I don't have <laughs> – I'm not the kind of person that survives in that. <laughs> I'm, I, I consider myself witty and sarcastic and funny and clever. But that you have to do some gruesome ass shit, and it's always like, what's morally right versus what's, what am I gonna survive, dude? I'm just gonna die. You know what I mean? I'm all myself. Oh my god! New York Post has so many freaking tweets. Oh my goodness! New York Post sucks, by the way. Like I always hear that article, and people use it as like, this is serious, and then they say some wacky bullshit. It's like <laughs> it's from the New York Post. All right, I found it. I found it. Here we go. Um, okay. okay, I'm just gonna half-ass read it. It's so the the large Magellanic cloud, <laughs> L- LMC for short. So it is a satellite galaxy that is on route to hit our galaxy. I didn't know galaxies moved. To be honest with you, I didn't know they were things. I thought they were just like, oh, that's a galaxy. It's I a thought, bunch yeah, of planets. I thought a galaxy was like a neighborhood. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like a neighborhood doesn't move. Our, our neighborhood's not going to hit your neighborhood. Uh, yeah, that's stupid. So it's around 63,000 light years away. Um, it will eventually collide with our galaxy in a chaotic, swirling mess that might even throw our solar system out of space. Or out into space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> out of space into what? <laughs> all right. So, it, so out of all of this, oh, my God. But what does this mean for humanity? This is the last paragraph. Well, okay. not much at the moment. The event isn't expected to take place for another 2.5 billion years or so. Oh, uh, what a fucking cock. New York Post, fuck you. We just got cock teased so bad, dude. <laughs> I, me? God, they got me so good. Hook, line, and sinker. They got me. I'm so, <laughs> and you look at their ads like twice now. I'm so Hold embarrassed. Get no more ads. That's on, that's <laughs> on me. I, t- two hands up. One from me right now, one from drunk Colton over the weekend. <laughs> what a fucking loser I am. Oh, my God. First the bears and now this. <laughs> you got me all worked up. I thought we were going to be in a post-apocalyptic situation. What a, I'm so fucking stupid. Oh, my goodness. All right. Next one is from at Barstool Hubs. I, I saw this on Twitter. Um, it was It was just a screenshot of uh fan graphs doing prior contracts with inflation yes i I saw that but i don't remember the numbers i'd like you to read it all right so a rod has the first and the second highest ever by dollars when he signed it his 2008 contract was higher but with inflation his 2001 contract with Uh, the rangers with the rangers right now 10 10 years with inflation how much do you think that that contract is worth uh, I thought I thought I remember a five, so I'm just gonna say five hundred million. Five hundred ninety-two million dollars. Oh, holy shit! So, dude. like the fact that everyone's freaking out over uh, these guys maybe getting four hundred million, but back yeah. in two thousand and one, A Rod was adjusted to get five hundred ninety-two million dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so much money. Oh my God! Imagine losing five hundred ninety-one million dollars and still being a millionaire. <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> I said that the other day about Jeff Bezos. If he loses like a hundred and eleven billion with a B dollars, <laughs> he still has a billion with a B dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a billion dollars, dickhead! Oh like, my God. you won't even notice it. So, so those are two things that I found when I was drunk. <laughs> yeah. You know, the only guy who's ever deserved that kind, I think Mike Trout is worth $60 million a year because that's about what that average is out to. Yeah, I agree. Cause Mike, Mike Trout, $60 million a year. I think if Mike Trout goes to, like, a New York or the Dodgers where people, like, pay attention to him in, in L.A. and people advertise him right, he's a gold mind. He's a go- he's golden goose. I don't know what they're – I mean, they're, they're wasting their time on Bryce Harper. If you have Harper and Machado's war together – you get about half of what Mike Trout has done over the same time. All of them together oh. is half as good as Mike Trout. Like, Mike Trout is so unbelievably good. We should talk about it every single day because we are living in the age of he's the best. He might be the best baseball player of all time. Yeah. Like, physically and mentally and everything about him, he doesn't swing at balls. He hits home runs. He steals bases. He is a. Mm-hmm like a top 30 defender he's so good he does everything i mean his 
His war is insane. It, it breaks. It's breaking records every year. Oh, all right. Next one is from at Fire Nick Saban. 42-42-42-42-22-4-42. Hey guys, Nick Saban hey. here. This is my burner account. Do you guys believe in the chatter that people are saying that this was the phoniest year I've ever had? Jake, thoughts? Uh, no, I love that Alabama fans. And if any Alabama fan is actually thinking about firing Nick Saban, that makes me very happy inside because they've had way too much happiness and I'm a cynical person and fuck them because they, they win all the time. So if they were just to doubt themselves, that's a win for me, you know? So that, good. that had to be like one of the most shocking college football games since like Michigan lost to Appalachian State. Yeah, that was – I mean, just that it was a blowout. Yeah. But, uh, it was never close. It was always well, – other than, like, the first quarter. But, like, the first quarter, it was like Alabama was, was moving the ball, but then they would turn it over. So, it was like – it was never, oh, here comes Alabama. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I felt good about Clemson from the beginning because, obviously, I'm rooting for Clemson. I mean, if you're not, like, what are you? You know, like, who's rooting for Bama in that game? I just don't get it because uh, – I mean, Alabama's the the standard. So I'm really happy that Clemson won. Holy shit, Trevor Lawrence could win three national titles. Although we did say that about Tua last year. Tua. So, uh, Tua Tagovailoa. So, but, I'm, uh, man, I'm, I'm not the best-looking guy, guy, but something about yeah. Trevor Lawrence makes me just think he's ugly. <laughs> but the hair. Like, I think he is ugly, but if you have long, beautiful blonde hair – People will just think you're hot. Like, there's nothing. Like, oh, like he looks like like an Easter Island statue or whatever those are he's called. Like, uh, yeah, no, he's got like an ogre face. Like, he's it's got a ter- weird face. It's like if Shrek had long blonde hair. I don't. Seriously. I don't, and then did you see his sister? It just it's just him with longer blonde hair. <laughs> was, was, that like, the, was that the picture I saw that was like Clemson fans dream girl tonight yeah. or whatever? I'm pretty That's sure that was like, your sister. I, I didn't click on her or do any research. No, neither did I, but uh, – We'll just say that's her. If it's her. not the sister, that's hilarious. Oh, but, yeah, that's not – oh, my – like, something about him, I just did not like his look at all. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I love his look. Like, I like that he's not – like, if he was super handsome and had gorgeous blonde hair and might be the best quarterback prospect in 10 years, then I'd hate him. But at least he's at least he's ugly, you know? Oh Imagine if you had a chiseled jaw, you know, that would just be too much. Yeah, like us, you know, like we're great podcasters and have chiseled jaws. One, two. Yeah, we're we're, we're a double threat, you <laughs> that's, know. That's, that's the whole list that we got going for us, though. <laughs> I'd like to remind our, our most uh, loyal listeners that I told you guys about Trevor Lawrence from watching him in high school on the Trent Dilfer Elite 11 videos before the season started i said that's trevor so lawrence cool. jake that's so cool i know i was i was all over <laughs> him i mean he was like the number one rated prospect and everybody knew he was going to be great <laughs> but you're like, like i had this diamond in the rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he was ranked number one going in and he finished at number one so it wasn't even <laughs> and he like was exciting. always and he was like always like oh he's gonna take over clemson as a starter and then he came in and he yeah. was always good but i talked about him before um anyone on this podcast did that's for sure yeah, before your dumbass. I'm so him. fucking stupid. I'm a Bears <laughs> fan. I, th- I thought Cody Parkey was gonna make that field goal. I'm an idiot. I read that. I read that New York Post article. 
Oh. <laughs> well, back to Cody Parkey. Did you think it was in for a second? Because I did. No. So what's funny is that after it hit the first upright, my face went immediately into my carpet, and I didn't see it hit the second upright. I, I didn't see the double doink. I just heard one doink, and then my my eyes shut, and I like my ears were ringing like it was a, a D-Day documentary, and <laughs> I just blacked out for like 30 seconds. And I didn't know he hit, he hit the crossbar until like 11:30 that night when I finally realized I need to start like going on the internet and seeing stuff. Yeah, no, I I understand the the inability to go on the internet for hours after a game. I've been there. I remember when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I didn't go on the internet for like two days. I didn't want to <laughs> see any. I didn't want to see anyone mention Aaron Rodgers. So uh, I've been there. Oh. So, yeah, so basically moral of the story is fire Nick Saban and hire him at uh, Notre Dame. Do you remember when both my football teams were good? That was cool. <laughs> yeah, and the Cubs, like, were the best team in the division. Oh, and, my like, God. They, had, they won 95 games. People forget that. 95 you games. You had a lot going for you, but then, Notre, but then the Cubs lost the wild card. Notre Dame got blown out. Jake, and, I'm sorry uh, for what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do for the Bucks. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's, we're all, it's the it's, Bucks. It's only my fault. I'll tell you right now. They're going to lose in the first round to, like, I don't know, the, the Pistons. If the Bucks lose in the first round, that is an absolute disaster on so many levels because we haven't won a playoff series in, like, 18 years, and that's all we need. And Giannis might think about leaving if we lose in the first round. Like, I'm we so, have to Milwaukee, I'm we so sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel so – Jake, I feel so bad right now. Please stop. I feel so bad. <laughs> Uh, stop, 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 stop. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. Okay. Okay. Is that is that what you wanted? I'm sad. All right. Let's get the next listener question. Uh, we have our listeners. They need. They have questions. They need to be answered. I know. They always tweet us, and we always answer them. That's what. That's our motto. All right. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this one is from at. I love wolves, but not in a sexual way. I just like Timberwolves, the basketball team, because I'm a fan of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Go wolves. <laughs> they really, you seem like projecting. <laughs> well, like I really took advantage of the, of the Twitter uh, character expansion, but yeah, apparently. And he asked, "Yo, what's cracking, lacking? Um, since Tibbs left, do you think that he'll ever get a job ever again as a head coach in the National Basketball Association?" Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think some team will hire. People love people with connections, and he's a good coach. If you if you just had a really like laid back coach, he's the good one to bring in and piss everyone off and get them playing like hard again. But what's funny is that with the rumor swirling that they're t- that they're <laughs> the Timberwolves are talking to, f- to Fred Hoiberg of all people, people yeah, are hiring think- the most laid back coach to follow him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you because you can't go like hard ass to hard ass. You kind of the NBA, you have to go like. Oh, here's a hard ass. We have to have a, a softy, a pushover. Now we have a hard ass. Now we have a pushover. You have to do that where your players get all pissy because NBA stars are very dramatic <laughs> about everything. But, yeah, I don't know. I think owners are going to see how much he played the same six players and how it never worked anywhere he went. And Like, yeah, yeah Derrick Rose got hurt back in the day, but he, like, never did anything with, with that Bulls core. And Yeah, I mean – I, I was reading the Reddit post of, like, the post game. after The game he got fired, they crushed the Lakers, blew them out. And and the number one comment was, holy shit, his, why was he playing his starters that late in the fourth in a blowout? 
and then he was fired. You know, that's his yeah. problem. He will not he will not change either. He is not changing for anybody or anything. He is going to play his guys 40 minutes a game. Period. Yeah, so I think with like whatever the football term for sabermetrics is, um, I'm 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 really good at this, but I don't know what the word is. Anyway, <laughs> they're going to see like the advanced stats and be like we can't have this guy come in and do what he does. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think he'll get like another. Maybe he'll maybe he's a great college coach. I could see that working out. Yeah, yeah. Hire him at like uh, I don't Illinois. Know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Yes. We're gr- we should be the athletic director of. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Illinois. I'm Colton. This is Jake, and we're gonna we're gonna fuck this shit up as the ADs. <laughs> we're gonna- we're your dual ads. Hello. <laughs> first things first. Let's hire Tibbs. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. That's that's all we got for you. <laughs> we sell. Am I right? <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the fuck just happened, man? Are those ghosts?" <laughs> is, is Tibbs the coach of Illinois now, or is that just a joke? If Tibbs and Lovey <laughs> Smith were the two coaches at Illinois, <laughs> oh my god, Illinois is living in the past. That clearly, would be awesome. Like, oh, guys, remember Chicago in, like, 2010? That was awesome. <laughs> Damn it. Bears and the Bulls uh, rock. All right, next next question is from at Roger Goodell. Hey, guys, it's me again. Um, what do you guys think yeah. of the coaching hires that weren't from the Packers? Cliff Kingsbury to Arizona and Bruce Arians to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Roger Goodell tweets us a lot. That's, I just like to point out. That was super nice of him. <laughs> To do it again, like he's busy, right? I've, I've, I like, I see him in the sidelines and like at the boxes of these games. Oh, off, yeah, I mean, he's just watching playoffs. It's basically off season for him. But um, that's true. We talked about Kingsbury and how he won. Uh, he went four and seven with Patrick Mahomes in college. Patrick Mahomes might be the most talented quarterback, like ever. Like that's Second, not a Mitch. Besides, yeah, obviously Mitchell Trubisky, you know, but. Seriously, how do you not win in college when you have the most talented quarterback ever? Like, I don't know how he got a job. He just got hired as the USC offensive coordinator, by yeah. the way, for about 30 minutes. And then he takes the Arizona job. I'm excited because, you know, maybe he has great offensive mind. He lets someone run the defense, like, wholeheartedly. Maybe he can do something. I like the Cardinals. I'm rooting for them. So I'm happy about it, but... I, I find it mind blowing. He couldn't get a college head coaching job, but he could in the NFL. That's so weird to me. I don't know, but I love Bruce Arians going to the Bucks. Honestly, they have they also have Todd Bowles coming in as, as the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean Bruce Arians turned down like, or he didn't turn down. He said he wouldn't be uh, interested in taking the Packers job. He pretty much turned down like all the jobs and chose Tampa. I think it's because he's old and wants to retire in Florida. I don't see another reason that you'd say, oh, the Buccaneers, that's the team I want to take over with the Jets, Dolphins, uh, Broncos, uh, fucking everybody needs a coach right now. He's like, I want to be the Buccaneers coach. Weird. I don't know, man. I don't freaking get it. I mean, I I don't know. I think retreading, I don't like old names. Like Jeff Fisher, you know, like. Oh, he's bringing on um, Byron Leftwich as the offensive coordinator. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. He was the offensive coordinator for the uh, Cardinals, Cardinals last yeah. year. So, um, 
That's cool. But he, I, I heard he's also bringing Todd Bowles as his defensive oh, coordinator. Oh, so when Jameis was coming out of college, he trained at Bruce Arians quarterback camp. Oh, that explains so much. Oh, <laughs> they yeah, probably yeah. talked for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's why he's I, changed his whole life. Awesome. I'm pretty sure Kingsbury, in like the official Arizona like Cardinals announcement, they mention like in a paragraph is like he was good friends with Sean McVay, and <laughs> you know like he, he wants, didn't even work with him. He Sean McVay once retweeted one of his pictures. <laughs> Seriously, like they're making the Packers look bad because now it looks like everyone's just hiring anyone Sean McVay's touched. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see how these shake out. I could see Arians not working out, but he could also bring the Bucks back. You know, coaching hires are a fluke. Nobody has any fucking clue what we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like last year, Nagy was probably the no. It was Nagy and Frank Reich were like the two lowest rated coaching hires. Yep. And they're both in the playoffs, so fuck and, yeah, everybody. Yeah, and they're going to be 1-2 in the Coach of the Year uh, voting. Yeah, so people have no idea what they're talking about. You know, uh, every time I see Stephen A. Smith is very upset about the Packers hire, sure which is. makes me feel very good about it. So, All right, last one is uh, go Rams, but the college Rams, not or at go Rams, but the college Rams, not the – not the L.A. Rams. Uh, I'm from Colorado, so I'm a fan of the Colorado State Rams. 29. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, what do you guys think of Colorado football coach Mike Bobo turning down a $100,000 raise because his team has been so bad lately? Thoughts? You know, with a name like Bobo, I'm not that surprised. His name is Mike you know? Bobo. <laughs> you know, if, if his name was like... Mike Smith, there's no way he turns it down. That does not look like a Mike Bobo, by no, the way. No, he, he looks like a Mike Smith. Yeah. For sure. But he's Mike Bobo. So Mike Bobo turned down $100,000 because uh, he told him to keep his $100,000 raise and put it to the school for 2019. He was 3-9 and nine last year. I can see what he's talking about. But, like, dude, if you suck next year, like, you just brought attention to yourself sucking this year. You know what I mean? I guess, but I also think that, like, the owner will probably look at him, and if he sucks next year, like, if they gave him a $100,000 raise, then he's fired. But next year, he's like, oh, man, he really loves this school, you know? True. And now he'll – maybe I'll, I'll let you hang on for your the, the last year of your $1.2 million contract. You know, like, I think he this might be an investment idea by him. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, but that's just so much money to turn down. That is like I couldn't imagine turning down a hundred thousand in any situation. I think since I think since I've joined the workforce when I was fifteen, I haven't made a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I know for a fact I haven't made a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have any listener questions? Um, no. <laughs> we st- we started off so hot with that or with the with the Milky Way one, so I yeah, understand. It really blew my mind. I didn't know what to do. All right. Well. We can go to a segment that we haven't done in a while um, because of our late great friend, uh, he who shall not be named, R.I.P. R.I.P. He who shall not be named. He'll actually probably like being called that because he's dead and he can hear us. Yeah, that's true. At all time. And, and he loves H.P. Well, yeah. So loved. He loved. Loved. Oh, man. Sorry. He's just so dead. I forgot. <laughs> he's so dead. <laughs> 
Um, but the segment is the Derrick Rose update. It's been a while. Derrick Rose has been chilling back, but then he realized that we haven't talked about him in a while. So the Derrick Rose update is brought to you because of this reason. Uh, here, here's a here's a tweet saying what he said in his press conference. Here's Rose on how he goes forward without Tibbs. I have a lot of confidence in myself. Tibbs was just the coach that, that believed in me. He, he jump-started my career again, and for that, I'll always be thankful. So far, great, right? Like, damn. Like, yeah, I know. I love Yeah, basically the whole time, you're like, yeah, he was talking about he was basically playing basketball by himself in, a, in like, a gym. He had one friend play with him, and nobody gave him a chance. The only one was Tibbs. All good. He finishes yeah, it with – Last two words. Yeah, he finishes finishes it with, but for everybody that think that it's gonna stop me, kill yourself. Oh, oh man, see it was like everyone who thinks you're gonna stop me. I was like, what are they? What what are they gonna do? He tells them to kill themselves. Like, and then he said it again like a minute later. Dude needs to just. What are you doing? Fucking chillax, man. Just you cool your jets. Oh, yeah, tell them to fuck themselves. Tell like anything so much better. Uh, Say kick rocks. Like, That's always cool. I don't like saying kill yourself. I really don't. I'm sure if Sam was here, R.I.P. Defend him in some way. But I just don't see why you need to say it like that. Like, <laughs> it's He's, very aggressive. Yeah, that's a very dumb thing to say. He's not that I'd good also of like a guy. He's like number two in All Star votes for I back. Hate, I hate no. that. Ugh, he's gonna be a starter. <laughs> that, I mean, why not? Who cares? That's true. Who does care? The NBA All-Star game is bullshit. So just like NFL All-Pro and uh, Pro Bowl, I'd like to point out that um, David Bakhtiari, left tackle of the Packers, three-time All-Pro, which means voted by the player or, I don't know, me, whoever. Voted I, think, by, I, I think it's the Associated Press. Voted by professionals. All Pro Bowl, though, he's been once. One time he's been to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that makes that means he's been voted the number one tackle in the league three times, and been to the Pro Bowl. So a top three tackle in your conference. What? That makes no sense. Yep. And and he's even like a cool tackle. Like he's funny. He's number sixty nine. He's got long, sexy hair. Like he's a likable offensive lineman. I don't know why he gets no love. He's so good too. Like, Khalil Mack lined up as a, what is it, left outside linebacker the whole time. I watched him versus the Eagles. He was getting stuffed by Jason Peters a lot. And I was like, he doesn't even try against Bakhtiari. He always goes to the other side to face against the other tackle. Kicks his ass. But I'm just saying, you know, he avoids Bakhtiari because he knows how good he is. Yeah, Yeah, that happened to that uh, Colts linebacker, too, the rookie. He He was all pro this year but didn't make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's such the Pro Bowl is such bullshit anyway. And there will probably be guys who can't go. The uh, Cowboys left tackle made it who played in like eight games this year. So go Cowboys. Everyone loves the Cowboys. Heck yeah, America's right? team. Every All-Star game sucks. The baseball one, it's always a Cubs and Yankees show. It's like, go Cubs. Hey, hey, go Cubs. <laughs> Remember when like uh, David Ross almost was the starting All-Star? Remember when Kosuke Fukudome was a starter? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I think he sold more. He sold more jerseys, not jerseys. He was such a jersey guy. <laughs> he was such a jersey. Everyone had a Fukudome jersey. Nobody wanted to get the jersey, but the jersey, they're all over it. Uh, that, that was a sick $15, $20 to throw away. That was easy money. 
So yes, yeah. So basically, moral story: Derek Rose update. Just cool it, man. Just chill out. Yeah, and don't tell people to kill themselves. Uh, so we can finish with our award-winning segment. People have been wanting it. We didn't do it last week, but this week we're going to do it uh, for no particular reason. Um, <laughs> but it's our MySpace top eight of heartbreaks. Um, some may say I, I'm heartbroken right now, and I would agree. But anyway, MySpace <laughs> top eight of heartbreaks. Um, Jake, you can you can you can start us off. It's sports, movies, shows, pop culture, whatever you want. Go ahead. Uh, as, as as the avid listeners know, there are no rules to MySpace top eight, rules so it doesn't even really. Rules. So um, I'm gonna go with number one, probably the most emotion I've ever felt while watching any sort of cinema. I'm gonna go with the Red Wedding for Game of Thrones. Oh. Everyone knows if you're a fan, we're huge Game of Thrones heads. We've talked about it a million times. Is that what they're called? Oh, Game I, of Thrones heads? <laughs> no, I made that up. Colton, did you see the clip of the new season? Oh, yeah. Winterfell is yours? Yeah. What are you freaking... Dude, Sansa's got oh, something I... up her sleeve, baby. She's, Dude, I don't she's a bad bitch. I don't want to hate Sansa, but I think I'm gonna. Well, but we talked man. about it. She's She was our sneaky pick for the odds. I think she's I think she's got some Cersei in her, where she, but she's like... I'm worried. No, she's a bad bitch. I think, I think she's got some... Some upper sleeve. Yeah, but I love John and uh, Daenerys so much that I don't want her to like piss. Just she can rule the North. Everyone just. I like Sansa more than Danny. Danny's annoying. Everyone just can they just relax and be <laughs> just happy? cool down, kill the walkers, and just fucking move on. Yeah, hold hands, rule your own kingdoms. God, Red Wedding. It was terrible. I watched. Uh, <laughs> that's number one. Oh my god, that's number one. I watched people die. A mother got her throat cut when she was pregnant. Oh, it was awful. All right, Colton, go. <laughs> uh, my number one is. <laughs> it's funny. Just as emotional, but for a much different reason. <laughs> um, when Chucky didn't have a mom to dance with in the Rugrats movie. Oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Talk yes. about a gut punch no deaths that i remember i haven't seen it in a while but chucky's like standing in like a, i'm gonna cry right now talking about it he was like standing in like a shadow in a yeah. shadow it was like the darkest point in in like t- time and space he was and then everyone's it's a dan- mother-son dance and nobody realizes oh let's go hang out with the kid who doesn't have a mom like come on people oh my god so yeah somebody like had to have a grandma there or something yeah that was brutal yeah, no, good one, good one. Thank you. Uh, I have a lot of other t- – I get my heart broken by TV a lot. So I'm going to go with one. I was I was related to this one. It's a very recent – it's a celebrity breakup. It's a very recent one, too. <laughs> I have two celebrity I'm, breakups on my list. <laughs> I'm going with Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. That is what break broke your heart, you idiot. Dude, I am a huge Pete Davidson guy, and I've had a crush on Ariana Grande for way too long. Like, Victoria's – like immediately, like everyone loved Cat. She was incredibly adorable. Like I don't know if that's like you know I haven't watched the show. I don't know how old she was then, but I was of age and she was super hot to me. But um, <laughs> no, you weren't Dave- of age. You weren't of age. Yeah, I wasn't of age. She wasn't of made. Who knows? Either way, Pete Davidson is a normal fucking dude. He's not that good looking. Apparently, he's got a big dick though. Um. He's, he's just funny, and he's, and he's got tattoos and depression. He's super relatable, and he was dating the hottest girl in the world. 
and then they broke up. I, and they were going to get married. I was like, this is like a win for the every for the funny guys for the for the not you know. Apparently, it was a win. He's, apparently he's banging uh, Kate Beckinsale now, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, what the fuck? And, you know that really like like makes me think back. Like maybe he's just the smoothest talker with the biggest dick of all time. But either way, I was I when I heard it, I was like I was really upset about it for sure. I didn't cry, but I was upset. Um, I cried with all the TV ones, by the way. <laughs> I, I almost cried talking about the Chucky ones. So I'm not going to judge you. Are you kidding me? Um, all right. My next one, since you brought up uh, Celebrity Breakup, I'm going to have to choose between the two on my list. And I'm going to go with JT and Britney Spears breaking up. When I was little, oh. that was how I knew love was real. You know, I, I saw Disney movies. I watched shows with my mom. But when I, when I looked on TV and looked at my sister's magazines, you know, as like a cool dude, as a bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very bro. When I was being a good bro brother and, like, just being a dude reading up <laughs> in my sister's magazines and those two were on there, I knew love was real. And when they broke up, I was devastated. I haven't been the same since. Fair. That's a really Thank good you. point. Um, yeah, they, they were, like, the, the marquee couple, like, when we were – well, we were a little too young for me to, like, be that upset about that. But uh, I'm going to go back to TV for this one. I have two more TVs. I'm going to pick the best one. I'm going to go with, have you seen Futurama? Oh, yeah. I know. I know. You're the one pick. with Fry's dog. Ugh. He waits till he gets back and he just dies and he gets like petrified. Oh, my God. Anything with a dog. I went to a movie tonight, by the way, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It was great. But there was a preview of it was like a dog's purpose. One of those movies it was a new yeah. one. And, uh. My girlfriend was actually had tears rolling down her face, and I was tearing up hardcore in a preview. It was about a dog who, like, runs away from home, gets lost, oh. and has to find her owner. Oh, God, dude. One time, I, was, I was tearing up hardcore in a preview. One time. So anything, anything with a dog is going to get me going. Oh, quick. for sure. Have you seen uh, – one time uh, my girlfriend showed me the Happier music video. Uh, it's like Marshmallow and somebody else. And it's I about a freaking dog dying. And oh, I, what the fuck? <laughs> I cried. I cried. She looked at me like, one, I killed the dog, and two, my whole family just died in front of me. That's how hard I was crying. <laughs> and she was like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone realize who I am faster than that moment right there. Like, that was a, that was a dose of reality. And so for all you dog lovers or anybody with a heart, don't watch that, that, that music video. Like, dogs are so easy to make. Like, it seems cheap at this point. If you use a dog in your movie or your video, you're just trying to make me cry. I, I still haven't seen A Dog's Purpose or Marley oh and Me, God. and I never will. Yeah, but oh, Marley and Me, dude. Oh, it's so good. Prom no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, I think you need a good cry. You think you know? I need a good cry? Do you know who I am? I cry at everything. I, I know, but you know what? I you almost cried talking about a cartoon. You, you know, you just said the Bears lose. I need. I'm talking a big cry, and Marley and me will Welcome. give you that big cry. Welcome to my life, baby. My whole life's one big cry, and push-ups because I'm a dude. Dudes, yes. All Bros. right. You're up again. Go. Right. Um, let's let's kick it over to sports. Mine's gonna be a combination of two two things. Um, they both involve Sammy Sosa. So growing up, he was my idol, and the first one was Sammy Sosa losing the 2002. Home run derby to Jason Giambi, that broke my heart. That sucked, man. I didn't think anything yeah. good in life would ever happen again. And then 
the next one was when Sammy Sosa got caught with a cork bat. Like, like yeah. both of those, I did not want to believe. I didn't want those to be real. I actually had a Sammy Sosa bobblehead, and after the uh, cork bat thing, I gave it to my mom, and I said, Mom, I don't want this in my room. Like, dude, oh. get over yourself, six-year-old <laughs> Colton, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were all high and mighty back then when we thought steroids. I was were the like, devil. I've never used a cork bat, and I don't want my heroes to use a cork. I didn't even know a cork was. <laughs> I did a science project for a science fair, and it was how does a cork bat affect a baseball? And I I literally went I cork I got a bat corked by a professional, and like I went out and I hit baseballs and like it what was a, a terrible science project. What a nerd! Yeah, awesome. you're just taking BP for science. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that—that's how manly is that? Like, fuck Freaking the nerds sick, doing. Bro. Yeah, I, I hit baseballs. You know, it was sweet. But uh, yeah, that I could definitely see that. I was very happy about that because I was very—I was more anti-Cub when I was a kid than ever because I was actually a Cubs fan when I was like three years old. I was—I was, I a, was a Sox fan. I, I was, was a, a, oh yeah, I was, a, I was both because uh, I was three and I was stupid. But uh, and I love Sammy Sosa. But one day I wore a White Sox hat to Sunday school, and I was like five or six, and the guy said, "What? What do you got that hat on for? You what? You like the bunch of losers?" And he called me a loser for wearing a White Sox hat, and he says, "Get yourself a Cubs hat." And since then, I have hated the Cubs because and of the everything guy that you don't do. even like. Who was it? I don't know his name. No, it was at Sunday school. It was an old man. Like. <laughs> I will never forget it. So uh, fuck that guy. You you made an enemy out of me, motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> you should fu- you should find him and fight him on camera. I should. I should. <laughs> Remember um, me when I was five and you bullied me? Well, now I'm 24 and like, you're 106. Let's fucking do this, Boris. Let's do this, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that would be real. That'd be a great video. Uh, for my last one, I feel like I should go sports. Um, I guess. The most heartbreak I've felt in the last 10 years for all of my sports, they haven't been very good. You know, Bucks, White Sox, Packers have been good. You know, they've had heartbreaking losses like the Seahawks game with the onside kick and the two-point conversion that make no sense. The Falcons. <laughs> that game, um, probably the most talked about person on this podcast, Brock. Uh, Brock just sat in a basement in silence during that Super Bowl after that Seahawks game. <laughs> made no sense dude oh we should have won that fucking super bowl uh but back to my the actual the worst feeling i've had was over that game over getting smacked by the falcons twice in the nfc championship team it was aaron Rodgers being hurt last year i was more upset like i said earlier i know it came up earlier in the show but man i didn't go on social media for two days like that night the day after and the day after that I didn't go on social media once. I didn't want to hear anyone mention Aaron Rodgers' name. I didn't want to know about it. I didn't want to hear about it. It was like I was in denial. And I went through the seven stages of grief. And uh, it was terrible. Because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is old. He's been a, he's a hero. And he's hurt. You know, he's out for a whole year. Can't. It was awful. It was an awful, awful thing that I don't wish upon anybody. Because there's not, a ba- there's not a, uh, an athlete in sports that can get hurt. And take your whole franchise down like a quarterback can, you know? Like, it, say the White Sox were good. Back in 2005, say Mark Burley got hurt. It doesn't hurt New York. Mark Burley and Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, basketball, I guess Giannis getting hurt would yeah. hurt 
it would hurt just as much. But that's the only other way it could happen. So Aaron Rodgers is getting Tells hurt. Tells me nice. wood. Yeah, thank, thank you. You're welcome. Your You're welcome. Uh, my last one is also sports. Uh, again, me being young, baseball just crushed me. 2003, NLCS, Game 6 and Game 7. Game 7 was more of a heartbreak than Game 6 for me. Because Game 6, um, I was like, you know what? Like, I was such a, like a fucking pansy little kid. I was like, we can do it. We're a good team. We can still win <laughs> Game 7. Hooray! And then, and then Kerry Wood hit the home run. And I was like, I told you. I told all of you. Ha, 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 ha. We're going to win this game. And then we just sucked ass. And then, and that is like, I think that was the turning point when I was like a happy-go-lucky little d- like dweeb into this miserable adult that I am now. <laughs> That's what forced adulthood onto you. That's the worst. You Florida Marlins, I hope you're happy. <laughs> they're they're very you happy. Ruined my life. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, any honorable mentions? I have one. I have one too. Uh, sure. I got the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when oh, Will Smith. Yeah, that scene. Why don't he want me, man? He talks about his dad. Oh God, everyone cries. He hugs up. He hugs Uncle Phil. One of the best scenes in history. Uh, my 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 honorable mention was Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was another hard one. Yeah. So I went I went more with the childhood. I, I think all of mine were childhood heartbreaks, because after the, after yeah, everything that I went through, I was just numb, and I don't think anyone like broke my heart that hard. I remember crying at Fresh Prince and Futurama when I was young. My other ones were older. Yeah. And now I c- it's funny that you say I-, I need a good cry cuz I cry at everything. <laughs> I'm just saying if you if you feel like you ever do need a great cry, Marley and me, it'll give you that. A big cry movie for me is Big Hero 6. You ever see that? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And I always feel good, you know, and it, it, I like the movies that make you cry cuz you feel so happy. Yeah. You know, no, that's a good movie. No, but that that made me cry because, spoiler alert, his brother dies. Right in the beginning, though. Yeah, but he was cool. And also, cool. first time I watched that, it was like a week after my childhood dog died. And then the the Disney short before is all about a dog. Oh, I was bawling my eyes out. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, speaking of almost crying, hey, Jake, what's your final thought? I went and saw Spider-Man. We're not even there yet, Jake. I'm just saying, there's a... The new one, there's a death. In, there's two death. Two people die. There were babies in this theater, by the way. Babies. Babies. <laughs> okay. And a guy gets shot with a gun. And the other one gets his head smashed by fists. It's like, what the fuck? Like, these people are dead. <laughs> and these babies, I heard, like, right before one of these characters died, I heard a little girl who goes, I'm scared. And then... He gets his head smashed, and I'm like, oh, she's real scared now. Oh, oh shit, that girl's fucking scared. She's going to be scared like we are. She'll be miserable exactly. when she gets to 24. She's going to say heartbreak when, and that no when, spoiler. When character like, like, gets his fucking like, like, teeth smashed into his fucking torso. Yeah, no, that, that movie was not for babies, and there were babies in there, but those kids are going to have heartbreaks when they grow up <laughs> that they're going to mention on their podcast. are going to have nightmares for the next few years. Seriously. It's a great movie, though. Oh, man. Jake, what an episode. Let me tell you about it. it was... <laughs> tell, me, tell me about it. All right. Well, we talked. It was good. It was good. Oh, man. Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's episode uh, 73. Was that right? 73? 
Yeah. Heck yeah. So, R.I.P. to he who shall not be named. R.I.P. to Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. Isn't it? Imagine them still being together. That'd be weird. <laughs> is that not? I just thought of that right now. That is nuts. Like, JT is so ahead of Britney Spears at this point. If you asked really me weird. who's older out of those two, Britney's, I think Britney Spears is 88 years old when I look at she's her. Got, she's got to be 51, and Justin Timberlake's 35, Justin right? Timberlake is like 26. He's so <laughs> fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm sure they're both like 40. Oh, my God. Britney's not looking good. She is not. Can't... You know, speaking of not looking good, have you seen the new Lindsay Lohan uh show she looks really good you know what's crazy is i have not seen that show justin timberlake is 37 and so is britney spears britney spears is 37 yeah she looks so like she looks like somebody that you look at and you're like damn she like she looks good for 55 <laughs> yeah I, I can see that but Lindsay lohan you also said that about her when she was like 28 she looks really good in this new tv show she looks hot for sure Lindsay lohan is still hot i don't care what people say well, because everyone. I don't care what you her- say, Jake. You are people. I don't care what you say. I was defending her. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone <laughs> thinks like, oh, they think of Lindsay Lohan. They think of that mug shot where she looks like she just got punched in both eyes and snorted a bunch of drugs that shall not be named. You know, like she looks terrible. But then if you look at her when she's not in a mug shot, she actually looks hot. So. Does she have a new accent? According to the internet, she does. Did you watch the Golden Globes? Fun, fun question. Did I watch the thing directly after the Bears yeah. lost? No. Uh, it was actually really funny. Andy Samberg was hilarious. And uh, holy shit, Christian Bale's accent blew my mind. He was like, he just came out there. He's like, oh, and then uh, there's Blake over there, bloody wanker. He called him a bloody wanker. Like, on TV, I was like, I thought you were American. Wait, what he's not? F- he's from Wales. No way. Yeah. Christian Bale hometown. Wales. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? He, he was born on a whale. <laughs> <laughs> Father Geppetto. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh. Go listen to his uh, Golden Globe speech, and you'll be like, he's faking this for a role or something. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he was messing with everybody. I swear to God, I was like, is he fucking with us? Like, this must be a role. He, he's playing some British guy. No, he's really that British. <laughs> he is British. That's fucking crazy. I, this this blew my mind. Oh you got to hear his voice. It'll I'm be trying. even more my. I'm trying to. What? What? <laughs> He's such a good actor that everyone thinks he's from Wales. That's nuts. <laughs> That's how good of an actor he is. They think he's, he's actually from the country he's from. He's 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 like his biggest role yet is somebody from Wales. That's crazy. <laughs> he's seriously like he was definitely born in Connecticut. Such or a something. method act, yeah. Born in Santa Fe, <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Omaha, Nebraska, native Christian Bale fakes. Whale's accent. That's cool. <laughs> cool. Good for you, dude. You fooled me. <laughs> Holy balls. All right, Jake. What's your second final thought? Second final thought is seriously, if you even if you're not a uh, superhero fan, go see Spider Man. Or why, wait till it's on Netflix In, or into whatever. Into the Spider Verse. 
Into the Spider-Verse. It, it, it might be the best Spider-Man movie. And I'll tell you, if you don't care about Spider-Man, it is the best Spider-Man movie for you. The other ones have real actors and they're, and they're fun. And they're, if you like superheroes, you'll like them. This one is just, it's, it's so fun. The music's great. It's so colorful. You'll love it no matter who you are. So yeah, well go said. see it, assholes. And Colton, go see Never Stop, Never Stopping. Please. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. <laughs> You're just never gonna see that. Okay. No. Anyway, um, my final thought is, uh, Jake, we've been talking about it. Our numbers took a big old spike. We don't know how. Yeah. But we are. I'm huge. not sure. If if you know, like, like, hey, me and my hundred and my two hundred friends have been listening to your pot every single one of your podcasts. Tweet us, please. We're so confused on yeah. where we're getting all these listens. Oh, man. If, so... if you know of some sort of group of people that started listening to this show, we would love to hear about it. Yeah, no. We'll like we'll invite you to a tour of our fantasy factory or like whatever you want to call it, our homes. My basement in yeah. Colton's living room. <laughs> yeah, you can sleep in my bed. I'll sleep on my couch. Whatever you want to do. All, all like the ones who just keep watching all our episodes. I'm not sure what's happening. Me and Colton have been very happy and just pretty much laughing every single day so at how weird. many listens we're getting. So weird. So my final thought is that's cool. Thank, thanks for listening. Uh, if, if it continues, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll just keep fucking getting rich. That's well, like. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we might give more effort. If we, the more listeners we have directly, <laughs> correlates how much effort we give in terms yeah. of everything we might even if, if it's really this popular we could jump to two episodes a week you know yeah shout out to flipboard where the fuck that is but they they sponsor us hell yeah i don't know what flipboard <laughs> is i I, like, I, even, I even read the ad i don't know what the fuck it is it's i downloaded it sure cool yeah download flipboard <laughs> so that's it uh episode 73 why do we always forget? We're so stupid. It's definitely still 73, man. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. Breaking news. It's still 73. Um, <clears throat> so for Colton and for Jake and for the rest of us here at Live in the 015 Podcast, thank you for listening to episode 73 and thank you to Flipboard. I love you all. Peace. Stop
time I'm walking out I can hear you telling me to turn around Fighting for my trust and you won't back down Even if we gotta risk it all right now I know you're scared of the unknown You don't wanna be alone I know I always come and go But it's out of my control Sunflower. You're the sunflower. You're the sunflower.